this beautiful friday morning on the 1st of october 2021 with only 9 weeks remaining to the end of 2021 i welcome you to episode number 424 of the greatest talk show on the planet in the universe in the galaxy and anywhere across the spectrum when someone asks us to search something what do we tell them google it over the past decade and more google is now synonymous with searching anything everything why because it's available it's free and one doesn't have to use use much of their cognitive power to search just use your keyboard to type a few words and you'll have the results in seconds and with the world going from dial up modem to broadband does anyone remember dial up modem does anyone remember what was before google there was yahoo there were other search engines or digital library there was even a search engine or a digital library called ask jeeves well to understand what is the context of ask jeeves you would actually have to read jeeves by pg woodhouse and understand the relationship between bertie wooster and jeeves jeeves was supposedly the first human google mind but yes google is synonymous with finding everything the first thing we do is when we open a browser is open the browser go to the google website and search for information did you see the term that i used browser that is where you will where that is the where google that is the how and information that is the what those who do remember dial up modems would remember the tring tring sound it used to make it, there was a distinct sound and then the internet used to be connected after 15 20 minutes imagine it taking 15 20 minutes to connect to an internet connection which from which one would go on to search on websites now 
human beings are they becoming impatient i don't think so it's a speculation and it's not even a theory it's only a hypothesis that humans are becoming patient that they don't want to listen to audio programs more than 10 minutes long that they don't want to read books whether it's audio books digital books or physical books that are more than 100 to 100 words they want a mini size of everything well it doesn't work that way humans are glutton for information i'm sure those who are listening to this broadcast or will listen while listening you will be searching some for some meaningless stuff on your favorite library that is google because it has everything it's free and even if there's copyright they've already seen countries like australia sue companies like google for copyright information that the websites on google have to be paid for being there for providing information so i don't provide information the medium that is a search engine or the library does where would i rather be right now i would rather go to a library and just read but i have an enormous library at my home so yes i would still prefer reading physical books or any yes i would want some information but i would just go through it and as far as wanting information and acting on it is concerned well that's something that can be debated upon so mobile phones and internet came to india in 1994 so india was already behind with such technology already 10 20 years behind while the path to networks computers the packet data through which the internet can be accessed how internet was given a lifeline how it was a private network which became a public network well that history is something which we won't talk about because that's too long i'll just give you snippets of it as this program goes on but for indians mobile phones internet came somewhere around 93 94 so the personal computer must have come before that but that was intranet limited to an organization personal computers have been there for the past 200 years there were huge computers filling up the entire room and as human brain has progressed human brain has progressed to say that let's make the computers smaller why because that's what humans prefer today humans prefer a mobile phone or they have been preferring a mobile phone over the past 10 years there is serious campaigning for mobile phones and not just any mobile phone not your flip phones but your dumb smartphones means the big phones which have internet available 
through which you can watch videos anytime, anywhere. And then there's a matter of pride that in our country, the fast speeds coupled with economical data prices, I wouldn't use the word cheap because the word cheap itself is cheap. So economical data prices, which means anyone with a mobile phone can afford is it good or is it bad let's leave it to the competition between telecom companies who do this to attract consumers and customers of course then comes the word consumerism human beings have consumed for long but the internet is a special thing and and if i connect to an internet and if it takes more than 15 20 seconds for your mobile data or your broadband to connect to your computer or to your phone wirelessly we are impatient nobody wants a dial-up modem everybody wants fast connection it's like saying having a maruti going at 70 kilometers per hour versus a ferrari which goes from 0 to 100 in 60 seconds the comparison may not be exact but that's how it is so is 5G a matter of pride? Maybe, maybe not. For me, no. On one hand, we say that children specifically are using too much of the phone, playing video games on the phone. Remember, this is the ones obsessed with phones. And aimlessly sitting on the computer, opening your browser, opening your preferred search engine or search library, and looking for something what i don't know human beings are always a glutton for information and they will remain that and as far as a bit of history is concerned let me just give you a basic idea In 1945, whenever Bush, Dean of Engineering MIT, writes about Mannix, which would supplement human memory, computers. 1946, the first fully electronic computer goes operational at the University of Pennsylvania. 1951, John von Neumann, who was commissioned to study nuclear fission for the human bomb, perfects computer programming in his spare time. 1958, APRANET, Advanced Research Projects Agency Network, a closed circuit network, is formed. It is the first modern packet switching network which paved the way for the internet. 1965, Ted Nelson coins the word hypertext. 1968, Douglas Engelbart demonstrates his invention of computer mouse and interactive computing at San Francisco. 1969, APRANET goes live. It is commissioned for research on networking. 1972, email invented. Remember, even before there was Google or Hotmail or Yahoo Mail, email was coming because of communication between 
different computers wirelessly there was fax and then came email the first communication over a network of 15 nodes at on apranet 1974 bob kahan and went surf published the transmission control protocol internet protocol making it possible to exchange information between different sub networks 1980 tim berners lee in writes a program inquire which allowed links to be made between arbitrary nodes 1982 the word internet is coined short for interconnected network 1983 official birth year of the internet apranet switch over to icp ip for exchange of information that's all we want by this time van jacobson in 1985 and his team developed an algorithm to solve an engineering problem in the implement- implementation of tcp and ip 1990 lee starts work on a global hypertext method he writes a program www world wide wide web apranet is decommissioned the us national science foundation takes over control of the net 1991 we lee releases the first web page consisting of text the first web server installed outside europe us national science foundation lifts its restrictions on private enterprises using the net several navigation protocols emerge 1992 http hypertext transport protocol becomes operational worldwide and the wwe www technology becomes freely usable by anyone which means this technology is over 3 decades old and yet we go gaga every time we have to be over there wow what technology it's been there for 30 years it was in the private domain but it's been there technically it's been there for the past 100 years some form of computer some form of communication between two computers was always there yet we as always are late 1993 mark anderson develops graphical web browser mosaic www www enters the public domain so nothing special about this thing called google nothing pioneering because something was already there and they took advantage of it and made hay while the sun shines 1994 10000 www sites worked with over 1500 registered servers new www technologies emerge java javascript and active x remove now better but that's how it started mosaic was named netscape escaping from something Sun Microsystems releases Java. IBM releases operating system 2 and Microsoft introduces Windows 95. I've used it. It was good. 1996 Hotmail introduced. 
which is outlook nowadays online music games and blogs take off so nothing special about itunes apple music spotify they came but they already hopped on what was already there they were riding on others coattails 1998 cable internet access becomes available at 10 megabit per second from the traditional 56 kbps 1999 american online takes over netscape 2000 internet technology uses high speed fixed wireless links once again in this part of the world we were a decade late 2004 global community of open source programmers led by mozilla foundation releases firefox a browser to rival microsoft internet explorer microsoft's internet explorer as i said browsers have always been there it's just that we are late to pounce on this but is there a way to kind of time manage your time on the computer internet online games watching videos yes it's all about time management well for me ebooks are important but as much as possible read physical books audio books yes but it's not that fun because you're listening to somebody else i would rather read the physical book read out aloud or read in my mind and interpret the story or the context on my own yes someone else is working hard they would audio books is like having if you have heard radio plays that's very similar ebooks yes on the computer on your tablets fine but how long can you sit on your computer to read anything but the excuse is due to lack of space we don't have time to fit in physical books and then here comes the biggest excuse environmental concerns and ecologically knowledgeable people who are aware say that we don't cut trees to produce paper we, we don't get carbon dioxide more it's a sham physical books will be physical books anything written on paper nowadays if i have an idea i would write it on a piece of paper then i will transfer it to my computer i don't want to sit on a computer for a while but that's debatable it's been there for so long that the computer isn't a special medium it's nothing special it may become smaller you may call it a dumb smartphone phone has where you can watch videos and communicate with people fair enough it's fine but still nothing special and there are analog options sudoku crossword puzzles bit of writing an idea on your on a sheet of paper with your hands of course the debate is that we type so much on the computer that our hands may suffer from carpal tunnel syndrome keep debating internet has its use though we were technically 10 20 years late and not surprised about it that's how things are we were late 
So it's been only 27 years where world but it's been over 50 years despite the fact that it was close and private it was still there it was being developed it came through inventions or something discovery never come through planning it came by accident everything you do comes by accident yes do we have ia that is internet obsession internet anxiety i don't know you decide you decide if you want to watch videos on your phone do it but be smart about it because your phone has a shelf life not the shelf life of it deteriorating but the shelf life of the battery you watch videos more on your phone the video can go from 100 to 0 in 2 hours then you have to charge your phone to charge your phone you need the charger for electricity which then the e-waste and you know whatever excuses we have that our computers take produce a lot of carbon dioxide and whatever excuses lot of uh, greenhouse gases so you want to be smart don't overuse your phone don't watch so many videos that your video your phone goes from 0 100 to 0 in 60 seconds be smart enough if you don't watch a video don't but one thing you should do is whether it's your phone your computer your dumb smart tv your dumb phone your dumb computer you should listen to this program more than any other thing you should do if you want to have a relaxed mind the only thing you can do is instead of watching videos which don't make sense listen to this program because this is the only program which makes sense this this ends episode number 424 on the 1st of october 2021 as only 9 weeks remain to the end of 2021 stay tuned for the next episode for more awesome content tune into the next episode of the weekly show and i will be back on episode 425 on the 4th of october 2021 at a special start time of 7:30 pm ist so till then stay tuned watch all programs of the greatest 
talk show on the planet if you think you are bored listen to this program if you want to know have knowledge listen to this program if you have nothing to do still listen to this program